103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles now presents Southeastern Indiana's longest running and most listened to sports show, Coach's Corner. Broadcasting from the Coach Raver Corner at Ison's Family Pizza. Welcome in, sports fans, to another episode of Coach's Corner, broadcasting live from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville, Batesville, right here on George Street. By all means, if you're driving by, blow your horn, wave, let us know you're listening. We want to thank, of course, the aforementioned Ison's Family Pizza, as well as Garing's Fleetwood Chevrolet, SEIREMC, Hurt and Elko, George's Pharmacy, Batesville Chrysler, Dodge Jeep, Decatur County Hospital, uh, Great Plains Communications, as well as Margaret Mary Health. Got a really, really good show lined up for you folks here this evening. Uh, we'll talk uh, a little volleyball with Coach Gilpin from uh, South Ripley. They had um, a great season and got into the tournament, had some wins there too this past weekend. We'll talk to her about that. Then we talk a little girls' soccer with Coach Andrew Olick from Olenberg Academy. Two strong soccer teams there, both men and women. We'll like to see how their season ended up, and we'll finish things off with uh, East Central's cross-country coach Steve Cotherman. But let's kick things off as we like to do in the fall and talk a little football at Batesville with Bulldog head coach Evan Ulrey. Coach, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Terrence. So uh, a, a win on Friday night, close out um, the, the regular season. So let's kind of break this up. Before we go any further, let me give you your flowers now. Great season, uh, just the one loss to, to, East, to an East Central team um, that apparently everybody is, is, is losing to. Um, but outside of that, just really a, a stellar season. I can remember back at the start of the season talking to you about it. And you made an indication uh, during that conversation that you finally now have the dudes, for lack of a better term. You've got the right people, the right uh, personnel to do the things that you want to do. And this new look offense had really, um, I mean, just all things just seem to all come together for just a great, great regular season. Congratulations. I appreciate it. And again, it's it's a collective thing, right? I mean, it's. Um, from our staff, coaches, uh, administration, uh, the the entire off season, and yeah, we've got we've got players, and I think that's um, we got a group that's they've won and they've won a lot, you know, growing up, and I think have a high expectation, and uh, but that's you know, and I say all that we've we've had really good players since I've been here too, and it's just I think you know where uh, we just you could kind of just sense and feel last year mm-hmm. um, that. You know, hey, if we can get some things to fall in line, that this this group could really take off. You know, and um, and so far, I mean, we've had a really good year, um, a year that we're proud of at the at up to this point. Um, but um, I think, you know, our guys are still hungry. They, you know, the, of what we want to get to and what we want um, long term. But again, I can't thank you know just everybody in general. I mean, we got a heck of a staff, and they've worked their tails off going all the way back till last December um, of getting it, getting us um, to where we're at right now. So so no secret um, in terms of the good season that the Bulldogs have had as you enter into 
the tournament, you know, just about everybody that you'll come up against will want to quote unquote get some get back exact or wrong, however you want to want to look at it. And that kind of even started Friday night. You make the trip up to Connorsville, and they literally come out swinging um, with um, uh, some strong offense with the ground game. Um, maybe caught uh, the Bulldogs a little flat-footed. Um, and before you know it, that game is 7 nothing. you know, in a hiccup. Uh, what was the conversation on the sideline after the quick score uh, to get the team, you know, back on track? To be honest, I mean, I think it was more of – um, I mean, your typical thing of a conversation of just, you know, I, you know, guys that are high school kids, they, they want to win too, right? We got to kind of pick up the energy. And, and, I, and I don't know that we did, uh, and I'll say myself in general, I don't know if we did the best thing. But to be honest, Terrence, I think some, sometimes in the, that moment, um, and even in the halftime, mm-hmm. you know, it was only 20 to 14, uh, not kind of not what we expected uh, going into half being only up by one score. Sometimes you want to take a step back as a coach and you want to just sort of see organically how this may transpire, Mm -hmm. you know. And I'm a big believer that championship teams is led by those guys that are on the field, not necessarily guys on the sideline like myself. Right. And, um, you know, and I think that we have done enough up to this point um, to kind of, I think, allow some of our guys. And I was very pleased to see um, certain individuals calling certain groups of guys i'm talking our players mm-hmm. um you know after we kind of said what we needed to say um it was not me screaming and yelling i didn't think that that was necessary right. i think right. our guys knew that we we were not playing our best football right. and i maybe wasn't calling the best game up at that point so i had to take some of that blame as well uh, but i was proud of uh, some selective guys that and they know who they are that they they stepped up and did what they needed to do and Obviously, we scored 35 points in a blink of an eye, and right. it was back to where it should have been. So. Right. Uh, so, so, I, so as I indicated, that will continue in terms of teams coming out and trying to make a statement. One statement that seemed evident from Connorsville Friday night, they were um, committed to trying to stop the run on a, from a defensive perspective, loading up boxes and doing all they can to try to slow down 10, 85 to whoever you wanted to send their way, but you had a response. You, you had a uh, you ha- had an, an answer, if you would, to that question. Talk talk to us a little bit about how that transpired when they were just so hell bent on stopping the run. Throw the ball, right? I mean, <laughs> right. and I thought that we had, you know, Kid Kaiser had a big catch um, on the second drive. We scored a touchdown on um, Alex Crackler. Seemed like about every time. We need to throw the ball. He's always open. Mm-hmm. Um, as he would probably tell you, he was repping his Jamar Chase shirt today. Uh, <laughs> he's always open. Um, but uh, but you know, but at the same point, but you know, and I think that's kind of what you have to do, sure. right? And 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 again, Terrence, going back to Friday, that that's that's the about the easiest thing I can simply say is um, we should have thrown the ball a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, we didn't convert on some third some short third down situations that we typically would right um, and I think um, you know maybe a little too conservative in the run game in our in our play call I should say we in my play calling um, that you know we, we had a couple of drives to stall you yeah. know and honestly uh, we didn't run a lot of offensive plays in the first half right. I didn't really realize it until I went and did stats and I was like well I think we only ran like a dozen plays it felt like sure um, in the first half. 
and it you just didn't get much rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think there was a point, as I told the guys, I said, hey, when we get to stop in the second half, I'm going to do my part. We're going to start throwing the ball a little bit more. And mm-hmm. I think there was a point we may have thrown the ball nine straight times. Yes. Um, I don't know if we've done that since maybe – um, Trey Heilish was here, so, um, but yeah, I just I, I think it was one of those we just uh, we understood, you know, got had better understanding. I think we just got in a rhythm, and I think that's kind of was seen is that when this offense gets in a rhythm, it's fine. Uh, but we need to help our defense out a little bit. They were kind of uh, a little on, uh, you know, they had really done a great job all year, forcing turnovers, mm-hmm. giving us short fields. Um, and then they got us. They got that score right before half, yes. and they kind of ignited everything. And I think once we started doing our job on the offensive side, uh, the defense just continued to play better and better. And it was just more of that collective yeah. that we have seen here here down the stretch. But uh, again, I wish it would have been for the first half, mm-hmm. and maybe would have got our younger guys more reps. But um, you know, sometimes these moments are good for for your team to kind of have to weather through a little storm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely going into the tournament. I think uh, on air uh, when Tom had got back to the booth after doing his pregame interview with uh, the, the Connorsville coach, I think he said uh, he said something to the effect that they're getting exactly what they wish for. Talking about Connorsville, they wish they could stop the run. And I, my reply was, be careful what you wish for because they they were determined not just to stop the run. More importantly, they wanted, which is weird, they wanted to challenge uh, uh, your quarterback. They wanted to qu- challenge Geisel and make him throw the ball. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, as you said, you know, thirty five quick ones uh, unanswered um, was the response. So it, it was good. It, it was good seeing. Both sides of the of, of the coin there that Batesville can beat you in a number of different ways. They can beat you with just flat down, shut down defense. They can beat you ground and pound, running the ball, and they can take flight and go through the air and, and hurt you that way. And that was I thought that was on display. And um, you know we spend a lot of time on air talking about complimentary football, and, and it's it's a beautiful thing when all three phases sync up so well. And that was another. Uh, part in the game, and it seems like, yeah, it seems like you are playing your best ball going into the tournament. I mean, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't want to. I'm not too hard on. That. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to say too much or get too far ahead, but you know, from a fan standpoint, watching the games on Friday night, it seems like you really are playing your best ball heading into the tournament. Uh, I think we're playing good football. I mean, you don't win. You don't win eight games by accident, right? And I think we've won. You know, most of our you know, most of our games, like you said, in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, things that travel um, is good defense. Yes, stopping the run mm-hmm. um, and running the football. Those things travel. You can do any of that in any weather. Right. Um, so we've prided ourselves as you know, Coach Bowman is a, is a terrific defensive mind and has done a really good job with the defensive unit this year. That. We, for the most part, have done a really, really good job. Right. And, I, and, you know, I'd even go back to against East Central. I thought we made them have to really grind at times. Sure. You know, um, you know, but I think that we, we've we've done a lot of good there. We know we can run the football. Um, teams have done a lot better job as they've got more film of how to maybe slow us down, which has then forced us to kind of throw the ball, mm-hmm. I think, a lot more. I think – Heck, there may have been a point early in the year we were running the ball 85, 90% of the time. Yes. And now I feel like it's getting closer to 60, 40. 
um, because teams are doing a really good job. But it all, but like I said, you know, I'm blessed. I got Will Gisel at quarterback and Kate Kaiser at receiver, and and some other guys in Nathan uh, Nathan Shortick and Damian Dance and Alex Kreckler, and even Gage Pullman in the pass game. They all right. know their role and do it very very well in the pass game. Yeah. Um, so tournament will start this week. You take your show on the road to Rushville, uh, another grass field um, opponent, an opponent that in the regular season, a victory, uh, but uh, I don't even know really how to describe it. It was 21 nothing was the score, but it felt closer than 21 nothing. you know, during uh, during the game. What are some of the challenges? Well, Gotta do the thing. I'll correct you because I think you might be thinking Milan. Oh yeah, okay. you got me. Yeah, yes. I apologize. No. I, don't, but, I don't know what I'm thinking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 you're good. I mean, um, yeah, it was 56-18, but they did have, if you recall, it was I believe 29-18 in the third. Mm-hmm. Um, they it's kind of like cat and mouse. Yeah. It's like you know we were um, we got up by three scores and. And then I think we scored right before halftime, and uh, we did enough. And then we kind of got in our own way. They they tested our corners really well. I think they, they have a really good group of wide receivers. Um, then they got the onside kick. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, blink with eye, it was back to a two-score two game. And right. then after that point, our guys in the trenches took over. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, but – that was week four. We're going out of week ten. They're a lot better. Sure. They are a lot better. Um, and I, I have a lot of respect for Co- Coach Slager, and I think he, the energy, um, just um, the relentless, relentlessness that they play on both sides of the ball. You know, they, they're they a no huddle, up tempo. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to try to, you know, just they're going to run a lot of plays. Um, we on the flip side. I used to do that at one point, run no huddle, but I think we're going to try, you know, do what we do, right. which is ground and pound and take our take our shots when we can. So, I think that's going to be the big key of the game again is to get their offense out of rhythm. I right. thought we did a really good job getting their offense out of rhythm in game one. They had a, a moment where they got in rhythm and they scored on us on a couple big plays. Right. Um, but uh, that's going to be the big story: is can we get them out of rhythm, get them off the field, control the tempo? Um, get them behind. I think if we can get them behind, um, it's going to be really hard to block our block, block our defensive line in yeah. our front. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, well, they say styles make fights, and that that'll be an interesting style. You guys like to shorten the game with that ground and pound. They like to get as many reps as possible to try to extend games. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see who will will win, um, and most likely it'll come down to what happens in the trenches. Um, the uh, any, anything you want to 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 shout out to the fans or to the parents um, as you start the tournament because it would be a great uh, a great thing to see a sea of blue uh, in the mix with all of that red come Friday night. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's we've we've said that all year is that uh, you know it's it's a special group that's played a really good, I think, uh, exciting. Um, style of football and mm-hmm. I think it's really easy to get behind and want to just go watch and right. you know and it's a great group of guys and great group of kids that uh, quite frankly it's obviously we have a you know a really good great, great group of parents so sure. you know, a lot of times the apple doesn't far too far from that tree right and uh, you know our parents have been phenomenal you know a lot of behind the scenes I mean from all the meals and, and, and laundry and just 
all just the little morale things to just keep keep things upbeat and um, the guys excited about just hanging with one another mm-hmm. and you know and then obviously playing football but um, yeah I mean it's it's the tournament you know and yeah. nothing's guaranteed as we move forward and just want to kind of embrace each of the, one of these Fridays and days and opportunities that we have and you know, like I said going all the way back to August is we felt like this special group that uh, could really make a run well yeah. now we're here let's now let's go make the run all right well coach again uh congratulations on uh the excellent regular season wish you all the best of luck friday night of course we will be there with you and um you know come on we're making this thing hard and it really is just just win your last game that's all you got to do yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll do our best <laughs> all right coach again thanks for your time we'll talk to you later on down the road thank you that was Bulldog head coach Evan Ullery. Bulldogs uh, start the tournament. Week one, round one is uh, Friday night. They'll take their show on the road to Rushville. If you have not seen this team play yet, do yourself a favor. Come out Friday night and watch some excellent high school football. More Coach's Corner coming up in just a bit on Country 103.9 WRBI and the new WRBI app. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza. We are hiring. We have open positions in our front and back of house, including counter and order taking, food prep, pizza making, and closing duties. Stop in at 117 East George Street and pick up an application today. Don't forget to pick up some pizza sticks with our amazing cheese sauce. Yummy. The award-winning Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, Ison'sFamilyPizza.com, or 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwasher, Scarings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Fleetwood Chevrolet at 950 North Michigan Avenue in Greensburg invites you to visit them. They're here to help you with your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, as well as all your service and parts needs. They're the home of Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and free oil changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Give them an opportunity to earn your business at Fleetwood Chevrolet. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from our basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month, and there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 1-800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and to sign up for service today. Our friendly customer service representatives are standing by to take your call. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. You are tuned to Coach's Corner. We want to thank uh, Cecil and his crew here at Ison's Pizza for allowing us to be here. We want to thank all of our sponsors who make this all possible. Go out and support them because not only do they make things like this possible, they keep your communities going and that's very, very important. 103.9 WRVI. And Coach's Corner continues here on 
WRBI. I want to thank our sponsors, of course, the aforementioned Iceland's Family Pizza. Wonderful and gracious hosts. We appreciate all that they do. Fleetwood Chevrolet, Buick Garings, Hurt Nelco, George's Pharmacy, and Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Finished just a few moments ago talking to Coach Evan Oliver of the Batesville Bulldogs. They start the tournament this Friday against Rushville. Make the trip up Highway 3. You won't be disappointed. Now let's talk volleyball. Um, another one of our fall sports that are kind of trickling down, coming to the end. We've got the Brain Trust of South Ripley, Ripley Volleyball, Coach Lisa Gilpin, as well as her assistant coach, Lisa Lori. I'm sorry, so sorry, Lori Samples with us as well. Um, ladies, welcome to the program. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Okay, so... Uh, you guys really put together um, a tremendous season, 21 wins on uh, the season in total. You can't do that by accident. Obviously, some talent and some great student athletes on there. Talk to us a little bit about the team, the makeup of the team, seniors, juniors, that whole thing. Okay, well, we start back right when season opens in mm-hmm. April, Yes. and we play all summer long. Starting in June, we do some scrimmages and try to figure out where everyone best fits. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had uh, two great seniors. Lydia Cornett, our libero, and our metal blocker, Susie Gunter. And they they definitely shine on our team. They definitely are good leaders and um, and lead the team in a way that is respectful and um, just love those girls. Uh, our outside hitter, Ellie Lauber, is our power hitter, and she also shows up in the back row, so she's an all-around player. We also have Kaden Gilpin, who plays all around. She's a sophomore. And um, Lexi Franklin stepped in and um, did some setting for us and hitting. We've got Macy Stone, our main setter, and um, make sure I'm getting everybody. And we've got Aubrey Warner was our middle blocker, um, opposite of Susie. Mm-hmm. And those six, seven girls together just made up a well-rounded team. And the hard work and dedication they put in off season, it showed up on our first um, first match of the year. A, a great match. So yeah. Good deal, good deal. Now, Lori, when you think about this team and you think about this this season, um, you know, there are a lot of different individual skill sets that help uh, these young ladies perform at, at their best, whether it be their leaping and jumping ability, just instincts in terms of being able to jump at the right time to block the timing and everything that goes in it. But when you look at this team in particular, um, and we talk about, again, 21 wins, what are some of those things that, that you see that this team was able to do that really kind of set them apart from some of your competition? I think mental toughness. Oh, yeah. Um, if you go back and look at our season, you know, every week, you know, looking at like the top players of the week, it's like there was never an answer because mm-hmm. we had seven. Right. You know, all seven of them performed well in every aspect of the game. Um, you know, they just worked well together as a team. They communicated well. They had a lot of enthusiasm. And, you know, no one could tell them they couldn't do something because I think every game that they were told they couldn't, they came out and showed that they could. Oh, there you go. Um, and that, that must be true. You guys got extremely hot going down the stretch, winning 10 of your last 11 prior to uh, going into the tournament. Uh, what was that winning streak like? I mean, you know, 10 out of 11, that's that's pretty good. It's great that you asked that. So that 10 out of 11 started at a big tournament up mm-hmm. in Franklin where we played um, a four a three four a teams and a two a team and wow. real good powerhouse. Franklin's a powerhouse. Sure. And we came home two and two. Mm-hmm. Then we met um, another team on Monday. Can't remember, but I'm going to go to Tuesday when we played Batesville. Okay. Batesville is 
is an insane team. They're yeah. great. Mm -hmm. We we were nervous. We were ready to you know we were we were had our you know we're shaken. Yeah. They came out, beat Batesville in four sets. My libero got her thousandth dig that night just oh to top it gosh. off. Wow. We had energy starting from the very first serve to the very last kill of the game. Um, it, I felt like it was the turning point, a pivotal point of our season. Right. And then we came back after that, won the next seven after that to make our, our 10 out of 11. And it was it was just a great ride, great ride. So I see that a lot in various sports, whether you volleyball, soccer, football, you have these teams, um, you know, maybe 1A, 2A schools, I call it punching up out of their weight class and taking on these bigger schools, the 3As and the 4As. How important is that in terms of just kind of honing your skills? Like you said, you played some of these bigger schools, and it led to a nice run to, to close out the season. How important is it to, to bring in some of that tougher competition? Yeah, great question. I was, um, we were talking about our schedule and how what we do is we we have a um, pretty good even schedule at the beginning of the season, mm -hmm. but then we beef it up with several three and four A schools. I think we end up playing seven three and four A schools wow. within our season, and most of them toward the end. And we might have a few losses in there, but I think it really helps us learn. And instead of it being a loss, it's a learning um, right. moment. Good deal. Good deal. So let's let's go right into that then. Again, you had the nice uh, stretch winning 10 out of your 11 going into the tournament. And you opened things up uh, last Thursday with Switzerland County. Talk to us about how that meet, that match went. I, so, said, I keep doing that. Not Switzerland County. You started with Milan. <laughs> yeah, Go we ahead. started with Milan. Mm -hmm. And in the season, we split with Milan. They beat us in the Ripley County tourney. Uh -huh. And then we beat them for the conference, um, one of the conference games. Okay. And so we went in ready to enforce our game plan. Right. I mean, we had practice. Okay, what are we going to do? How are we going to get their their big um, out their right side hitter? How are we going to um, dig her digs and mm -hmm. and block her? And we just um, went in ready to play. And uh, those girls showed up. I had Ellie Lauber with 18 kills that day. Oh wow! She pounded the ball. It was awesome. She had her 500th kill that night against Milan, and I can't say enough about how she showed up. She definitely showed up against Milan. That sounds like a, a, a big night, and it sounds like you had a good effective game plan. I'm, I'm calling you guys the brain trust, but I, but I mean that. I mean, obviously, you guys are putting your heads together together to come up with these game plans and how you want to attack each opponent. Um, what's that process? What's that like? I'll let you take that over because you do a lot of that. <laughs> so we do a lot of strategizing. Huddle's been our friend. We do a lot of um, analysis and things like that. The thing that kind of puts a little wrench in it is whenever you end up with an um, injured player, mm. a couple sick ones. Right. Um, unfortunately, you know, going into sectional, we ended up with um, Aubrey Warnover, our big middle. Sure. You know, she ended up really sick down the stretch there. Um, and then we had another one of our players not feeling the greatest, a couple with some injuries going on. Um, so definitely trying to be strategic in those areas. Um, you know, we go back and we're like, there's things we would love to change. Right. Um, but, you know, we definitely tried to put together the best that we could during the tournament. Um, we ended up pulling up player samples for the tournament to kind of help out with some of the sickness. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, unfortunately, it just, you know, it's just kind of taken a lot of teamwork to try to figure out how to overcompensate for some sickness and injuries at that time, which I think kind of got us in the final game was because... We were just tired and hurt and sick, and um, but the girls played their all, gave their heart, right. and, 
Yeah. Okay. So you start off with uh, the big win at, um, over Milan. You get Southwestern Hanover next. You take them out in three straight sets. And now we're playing for all the marbles. You got North Decatur. Um, and you guys going up against each other. Had you guys played each other at all in the regular season? Yes, we had played them probably, it was like in, in September, mid-September. Okay. And we went five with them. Okay. And so we went back to that game, and we had scouted some other games, and we started looking at what we can do to, and that's the same thing, go into our game plan. We right. go to huddle. We, we look, where did they get their kills? Where did they get their tips? Who's blocking where? And, and strategizing that way. And so we had a great game plan set up, mm-hmm. and we nailed it the first set. Right. We, we thought, this is it. We mm-hmm. nailed it. I think what happened is that adrenaline from winning, yeah. they were on such a high yeah. that, man, it, it came down hard. Yeah. And so the next three sets, um, North Cater, I give it to them. They put the ball down. We were trying to adjust different things, putting a block different places and moving girls around and seven people in and out. And we just couldn't make it happen. And, and it was unfortunate for us, but um, we, we tried our best. Yeah. <laughs> Well, again, nonetheless, still an outstanding season. And if I remember correctly, you said just two seniors yes. on this team. So I think it's safe to say that, that South Ripley Volleyball is in really good shape uh, going forward. And next year, no doubt, you uh, you know we'll see you guys again in the tournament, no doubt. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, listen, ladies, I want to thank you for, for joining us and uh, uh, coming on to the show. But, and, again, uh, congratulations on an outstanding season. Um, got, with an opportunity to play for that, that conference, excuse me, the uh, sectional championship. And, uh, you know, they say sometimes it takes, you know, a time or two to break through. So next year should be the breakthrough year, right? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Thank you for having us. All right. Well, um, again, best of luck to all those young ladies. Uh, great job on the season. And we look forward to seeing them back at this exact same spot again next year. All right. Thank, all right. You. thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Uh, we want to thank South Ripley uh, volleyball coach, Lisa Gilpin for joining us on the show. We've got more Coach's Corner coming up here in just a bit afterwards from our sponsor on Country 103.9 WRBI and the new WRBI app. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza. We are hiring. We have open positions in our front and back of house, including counter and order taking, food prep, pizza making, and closing duties. Stop in at 117 East George Street and pick up an application today. Don't forget to pick up some pizza sticks with our amazing cheese sauce. Yummy. The award-winning Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, or 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. We are here for you. At George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, free delivery and caring for their customers' needs has been their way of business for over 30 years. It's not something new and will always be what George's family values. You and your family. It's easy to switch. Go to georgespharmacy.com and request your transfer or call any of their 10 George's locations. We are here for you. 
free delivery. Before, now, and always, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Get out and uh, support the teams in your area. They all deserve your attendance and appreciate you being there. On 103.9 WRBI. Corner continues live from Ison's Family Pizza. I want to thank our sponsors, Margaret Mary Health, Great Plains Communication, and Decatur County Memorial Hospital. Uh, South Ripley uh, volleyball team there played for the uh, sectional championship. They made it all the way to the championship round, took on a very game North Decatur Chargers team, and that's where their season came to an end. But with only two seniors on that squad, uh, those ladies will definitely be back. We look forward to seeing what they do next. Um, let's talk about another round ball, not one that's batted around, but one that's kicked around outside. We're going to talk OA soccer uh, with uh, Oldenburg Academy girls head coach, Coach Andrew Ollig. Coach, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Well, um, same here as with our other guests. Let me first say congratulations on um, an exciting season for, for OA. Another 10-win season. Yep. Um, guys um, had a, but a mixed bag of opponents. You went up uh, up market a little bit in terms of punching out of your weight yeah. class, right? Mm-hmm. Took on some, some larger schools, some 2As and 3As, um, and, and came out of that with, with some wins. So yeah. uh, congratulations on what you guys were able to do in the regular season. Yeah, thank you. So something that like uh, myself and our athletic director talked about kind of going into this season and kind of ending last season is kind of strengthening our schedule, playing against uh, some of the bigger schools, both in our local area as well as just some of the more schools that are in our district. And this year, I think we played against five ranked teams, or they were ranked at the time that we played them. Uh, and if you look at all of our losses, all except for one came from a team that was that was ranked within the top ten, I think, of their class. Uh, and the other one being a good 3A school uh, as well. <clears throat> so, like I said, one of my personal goals every regular season is to, again, kind of get to that 10-goal mark, and especially, like, looking at our tough schedule. Like, we kind of talked about it as a team. And was like, yeah, like you should be very proud, like looking at our schedule, sure. at, especially at the beginning of the season, to say like, oh, they were going to get ten wins. Like that's not an easy ask. But the fact that we came out and we even talked about it again as a team to like look at the games we lost, like we looked at those. Um, probably only one where we'd say like, okay, we were clearly outmatched, but the others we were right in it until the last couple minutes or the last quarter of the game or whatever it might be. But we were always right there, so it kind of gave us some motivation and comments that like, hey, like we're playing against two of the top five ranked teams in our mm-hmm. in our uh, class right. and yet we're competing right with them and same with all these bigger schools much bigger than us with <clears throat> thousands of kids there we're competing with them right right there so kind of gave us some confidence as, as well as kind of throughout the season like because i know um the girls fell out like goal sheets every year sure and uh, their team goes like oh we want to have a winning season because we know we have a tough schedule and like like I said, like we talked about, it was like we should be very proud of how our regular season went because, again, that 10 wins with our schedule wasn't an easy ask. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, uh, here at WRBI, we've we've followed yeah. OA soccer, at least I know since I've been here, at least for the last four years. And so I'm talking particularly about these seniors. We just watched these young ladies kind of grow up in the sport, if you would, um, and it was a really strong senior class uh, that yep. led this team, right? Yeah, so we had uh, six total seniors, um, and all of them uh, – so I coached – I started coaching this my third year, so they've been through uh, 
the past three years. And this year, I think they kind of really gelled what I've been trying to build like, as a program and as a team, coming with a little bit different ideas. And I think this year they kind of helped really like, kind of push that with the underclassmen. Mm-hmm. And like, probably like, about the first 15, 20 minutes of each practice, we spend really working on just technical ability. And you can tell the seniors were always like, we're going to help the younger freshmen. Like, we're not going to just leave them abandoned. Like, yes, it might slow us down a little bit, but we're going to make sure everyone is, you know, doing this correctly, doing this right. We're getting the understanding what what, what are we tra- supposed to be getting out of the drill. Are we getting that out? And making sure that things are, are getting done what they're supposed to be doing. As well as making sure, everyone, like, everyone's being held accountable for what mm-hmm. they need to do. If someone's slacking, they're the first to say, like, hey, like, you know, that like, you got to step it up or whatever. Right. And so just seeing that kind of leadership was always a good thing to see just as a coach because one, it makes our job <laughs> a little bit easier when this, right. they're kind of pushing themselves a little bit more. But, yeah, kind of like you said, they were very, I think, instrumental in the fact that we got that to that 10-win mark throughout the regular season. So, so when we look at OA as a whole in terms of, of athletics, um, you know, the men's team, um, another strong season mm-hmm. for them as well. Um, making it to the, the regional round, um, and how does that play though on your side of the house? Does is that is that a big help knowing that your your brethren across the way, the, the men's team, that they're um, successful in their endeavors? That does that trickle down, yeah, so, so to speak? So um, both there's some siblings on both teams, so just mm. kind of like the parents in the community, they're both very like intertwined. And I know the boys coach and I like we talk uh, pretty regularly, kind of right. sharing ideas and stuff like that, working together throughout the summer. Um, whether it be I might work with their goalies every now and then or things like that. We always try to work together, and I think that there's a good uh, like relationship there between the two teams, and I think for the benefit of both teams that helps because it kind of branches out of, of right. what the teams are able to do, where if it's just two teams that are separate, it's like, okay, now they're just two separate entities, where now it's like we're working together trying to build our programs together mm-hmm. rather than just being completely separate. Okay, so... Uh, talk to me a little bit about uh, the tournament. You guys make it through again that that rigorous regular season, and then you go into uh, the tournament. Where was your sectional hill? Uh, so it was located at Switzerland County. Okay, yeah. okay, um, and and that's actually who you played. Yeah, in we, the we we played uh, Switzerland County on the in the first round, mm-hmm. which we knew that going into the tournament that they were probably going to be the team that we had to beat at some point. Sure, and uh, they came out that game just played really really well, and unfortunately got the upper hand on us. So. <laughs> yeah, Switzerland County. I think they've probably. I think they played for the championship last year, yeah. too. Um, so a strong program they they've got down there. Definitely nothing to hang your uh, your yeah. your head on on that. Yeah, like one. looking looking back at the game, like all credit to them. Like they played probably the best that I've seen them play in the past three years that I've been the coach. They played really really well. Um, and like I said, like we 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 played well too, especially the second half of the game. But unfortunately, they just got the upper hand on us. So no worries. <laughs> so no worries. Well, uh, again, congratulations on on a on a great great season. Again, ten wins. Um, some of that coming in, you know, uh, some of that play because of your your very very rigorous out of conference schedule that yeah. you guys play. Um, I'm sure you'll continue that in in the coming seasons, and we look yeah. forward to seeing what you guys do next. Yeah, thank you. All so, right. Yeah. That was Olenberg Academy women's soccer team head coach Andrew Olick here on Coach's Corner. More in just a bit. Country 103.9 WRBI and the new WRBI app. 
Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza. We are hiring. We have open positions in our front and back of house, including counter and order taking, food prep, pizza making, and closing duties. Stop in at 117 East George Street and pick up an application today. Don't forget to pick up some pizza sticks with our amazing cheese sauce. Yummy. The award-winning Eisen's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, Eisen'sFamilyPizza.com, or 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville. A Maytag washer can handle the tough loads with extra power to boost stain fighting on any wash cycle. The built-in water faucet is ready to give clothes a quick rinse or a long soak. Plus, the deep fill option delivers more water when you want it. Visit Garings to see how a Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Garings and Maytag, 316 North Main, Batesville. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Joint pain doesn't have to be a part of aging. Decatur County Memorial Hospital is offering a free screening and education program on Saturday, October 21st. Attendees will receive a free x-ray of the hip, shoulder, or knee before the seminar. During the event, learn about a number of surgical and non-surgical treatments that can provide relief from DCMH orthopedic surgeons, Dr. Federley and Dr. Tannenbaum. Call 812-663-1351 today. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues. I want to thank all of our guests, thank all of our sponsors, thank Ison's for allowing us to be here. Thank all of you for listening in. From 103.9 WRBI. And welcome back to Coach's Corner. Live at Ison's Family Pizza here on George Street in downtown Batesville. By all means, if you're listening and you're driving by, give us a wave or blow your horn. Just to let us know, uh, just finished up talking girls soccer at Olenberg Academy with uh, Coach Olig. Uh, a 10-win season for the Lady Twisters, um, and they made an early exit in the sectional this year. Came up against uh, the powerhouse that is uh, Switzerland County, but no doubt they'll be back. Uh, they'll um, have another opportunity um, in years to come. Let's going down the road to east central and uh talk trojan cross country with head coach steve kaufman coach welcome to the program well thank you thank you for having me so uh, um as it's uh postseason time now it calls cross country but let's back up a little bit and, and just talk to us a little bit about how the regular season uh went for the squad okay we like a lot of programs, we start in the summer. Our kids are out running, uh, trying to form a, ba- a base for the uh, coming season. Uh, we start the first part of August, the end of July. And uh, so once we get rolling, we start with some invitationals, uh, both smaller invitationals, but uh, we feel that this gives us a chance to get, especially our new kids, right. a chance to compete without all the pressure. So we started with uh, Richmond, Rushville, and our own invite. 
um, which our girls ended up winning all of those. Our boys were very competitive. And then we took it to the next notch and went to uh, Brown County okay. for an invite there. Our girls were in the very competitive race, which we finished 11th out of 18th uh, teams there and then went up to Carmel for a big meet there. And again, our girls were in the uh, very competitive race there and we finished 8th out of 20. And that got us some ranking oh, in yeah. the state after that. We were 16th. Wow. Uh, we did really well up there. And then uh, started uh, the second half season with uh, Connorsville Invite and Batesville Invite, which our girls won both of those. Our boys went to Greensburg for an invitation, and then we take our girls to Terre Haute uh-huh. on that Saturday for an what they call a twilight, although when our girls ran, it was a quarter after nine, so it's pretty dark. <laughs> yeah. But they do light the course up. It's a very neat experience. We oh. went last year for the first time. Uh, very competitive. Uh, teams coming from different states, mm-hmm. Kansas even, uh, wow. Illinois, um, Kentucky, and so on. And then uh, this uh, two weeks ago, well, almost two weeks ago, our conference meet, uh, girls were first there. Our boys finished third, which uh, was one place better than I thought we might get. And then we had our sectional this last Saturday, which our girls won. And our boys finished sixth, but we did get four of our boys through to the regional. So Okay. Um, so in that sectional, who are some of the um, um, competitors, some of the schools that you go up against that you're really tough, your toughest competition okay. in that sectional? And they changed this year. Mm-hmm. Uh the sectional, the the whole alignment has changed. They used to be a sectional, regional, semi-state, right? A state. Right. Now they've taken out the semi-state, and there's just three rounds. So they revamped all the sectionals. So okay. now we go to Connorsville, where we were going to South Dearborn. Um, on the boys' side, uh, Richmond was uh, first, and they're very tough. And Batesville was second. They're always uh, one of the toughest teams uh, around the area. And the girls' side, we won for the second year in a row. Um, and then Batesville was right behind us again, very mm-hmm. competitive there. So when we go up there, uh, now we're seeing some teams we don't normally see during the season. Right. So uh, it's pretty competitive. Yeah. And uh, yeah. uh, we enjoy going up there. The course is very challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, I know our kids say, said at the beginning when they heard we were going to college, oh, we hate that course, but uh, uh, it makes us a little tougher because sure. of the type of course it is. And uh, as I tell them, everybody's got to run on the same course, same conditions. Right. So uh, I think it was to our benefit. Now let's talk about, you mentioned that uh, for the men's team, you had four make it through that'll go through to uh, regional. Let's t- talk a little bit about those four individuals. Okay. The um, And the way it works all the way from sectional, regional, regional to state is the top five teams okay. go on, and then they take all the runners out from the uh, qualifying teams, and then the 15 top individuals get to go. So okay. even though we didn't make it as a team, we did get four of our uh, top five runners through. So uh, leading the pack is Braden Hatton, a junior. He was our top runner last year, and again this year he finished third in the sectional. So if he would have his best race, uh, there's a possibility that he could get out and get to the state meet as an mm-hmm. individual. All right. So we're excited about that. Uh, Logan Hicks is a senior uh, who made it out. Tyler Allison, another one. And then uh, Logan's brother, Gavin Hicks, okay. who's a junior. Uh, Tyler and Gavin are juniors and Logan's senior. So those four are the competitors that made it out will compete this next uh, this coming Saturday as individuals. Good deal. Good deal. So it's good they work it that way that you almost you almost have two chances, you know, um, to to get into the big dance. 
with you know the top top teams as, as well as just the top individuals so of course cost country really being an individual sport that kind of makes sense correct and and the the thing is we're uh like all other individual sports we just have one class everybody's yeah. in the same so when you have small schools of 200 and some going against 4,000 plus yeah. uh, in the same tournament uh, you know there's a not an equality there and so to try to make it more uh, equitable for individuals at least to get through. Sure. That's why they do the way they do. Oh, that makes sense. So you got the four gentlemen going and then uh, the, the girls team, they qualified as a team so yes. they're all going to be in the big show. Correct. So what uh, what do you think um, a reasonable time would be if, to be able to make it into the next round? What do you think that they're going to have to post? Well, uh, our girls last year, we were, last year with semi-state, mm-hmm. uh, took you, you get out to the state with six teams, okay. which we were sixth. So we got the last qualifying, and we went on to the state meet last year and finished 13th, which was in the upper half. Okay. Um, so we were very pleased with the way the outcome last year. Now this year... Uh, with the revamping and the realignment, right. they're only taking five teams. Um, and right now, there's probably four teams that, if they're anywhere close to what they can run, we won't touch them. Right. Uh, but there's three schools, us and two other schools, that are probably vying for that fifth spot. Okay. So it's all going to come down to how well you do on that day. It doesn't sure. matter what you did up to this point. It's all on that Saturday. So. And this and this regional meet, where will that be held? This is at Shelbyville. Okay. So okay. last week, uh, this past Saturday, Connorsville. Now we go to Shelbyville. And, of course, the state meet will be at Terre Haute. And have you guys run there before at the Shelbyville this, this uh, season anyway? No, not this year. Okay. So we're going to plan to go Wednesday. Our, our students are in school half day. So we're going to take off after they get out about 1 o'clock and go up there and go over the course. Um, of course, our veterans have been there before. but So everybody just gets a... Uh, a feel for the course, uh, where the turns are, uh, not really any hills, a couple little bumps, I call them, mm-hmm. uh, just to get an idea of where they're going, uh, what to expect. Now, is there any break between uh, this and State, or is it just Space nope. next week? So it's back-to-back weekends yes, all the way through. You're right, and, and that's the way the tournament's always been, Saturday, 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 Saturday. So now it's three Saturdays, and we actually, as a conference, moved our – uh, conference meet, which was earlier in the year, mm-hmm. uh, to the Saturday that was vacated by the sectional. So oh, okay. sectional used to be this past Saturday. Okay. So I moved it uh, to where the regional used to be in the regional now to the semi-state. Well, that way you keep everybody in rhythm, I guess. Correct. Uh, for Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Okay, it makes good sense. Well, Coach, um, sounds like you guys have everything you need and you're set to go. You, you've got... Um, the, the girls team going and you got your eye on those other two schools vying for that spot right um and then the four gentlemen that uh, are going as individuals uh so sounds like you got some chance pretty decent chance to see some hardware this weekend then well we're looking forward to it our our kids look forward to it um there was times when we were getting the program going in some years you get a little intimidated sometimes sure. when you get to the semi-state you just figure that's the end of the line but you know, after what happened last year with our girls, and, and most of them are back, so there's no guarantees, mm-hmm. but at least they know what to expect. Okay. Well, listen, no matter how things fare this weekend, congratulations on obviously a great uh, regular season and a good run um, to this point. Obviously, everybody doesn't doesn't make it to the, uh, to the regional round, but you guys are there. Uh, so our hat's off to those four young men and the entire 
uh, women's squad. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate that. And best of luck to you, and um, we'll catch up with you later on down the road, see how things fared out. Sounds good. All right. That was uh, uh, the cross-country head coach for uh, the uh, East Central Trojans, Coach Steve Cotherman, joining us on the program. We'll come and tie a bow on this in just a sec. After a word from our sponsor on Country 103.9 WRBI and the new WRBI app. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza. We are hiring. We have open positions in our front and back of house, including counter and order taking, food prep, pizza making, and closing duties. Stop in at 117 East George Street and pick up an application today. Don't forget to pick up some pizza sticks with our amazing cheese sauce. Yummy. The award-winning Eisen's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, Eisen'sFamilyPizza.com, or 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville. One woman in eight will develop breast cancer during her lifetime. But the good news is its survival rate is high when detected early. All women should receive their first mammogram by the age of 40. At Margaret Mary Health, they offer 3D mammography. This advanced technology can increase early detection of breast cancer by as much as 40%. To schedule your appointment, call Margaret Mary's Women's Imaging Center at 812-933-5602. In the battle against buffering, it's your hometown internet hero to the rescue. Make the easy switch to Great Plains Communications and say goodbye to slow internet. We save the day, bringing you a full suite of services and a faster, more reliable internet experience. All from a local provider and local heroes with over a century of experience. Call 877-839-9494 or visit us online at gpcom.com. Speeds and availability may vary by location. You are tuned to Coach's Corner. We want to thank uh, Cecil and his crew here at Ice's Pizza for allowing us to be here. We want to thank all of our sponsors who make this all possible. Go out and support them because not only do they make things like this possible, they keep your communities going, and that's very, very important. 103.9 WRVI. Coach's Corner continues here on WRBI. I want to thank all of our coaches uh, that came out t- today. Uh, Evan Ulrey with the Batesville Bulldogs, Coach Lisa Gilton, as well as Lori Samples with South Ripley Volleyball. Um, soccer head coach for women's soccer at Oldenburg Academy, Coach Andrew Ollig, and East, the East Central Trojans cross-country coach, Coach Steve Cotherman. want to say thanks to those, and more importantly, want to wish... Um, the best of luck to those going into tournament play this weekend. The Bulldogs open up Friday night uh, up at uh, Rushville for their round one um, battle with, with the Rushville Lions and uh, the cross-country East Central Trojans cross-country team. They'll be at regionals over at Shelbyville. Uh, we've got four individuals going for the men's team and the entire uh, women's team. I've uh, made it through, so good luck to all of those athletes there. You know, we get <clears throat> so caught up sometimes in wins and losses and victories um, and this team and that team, and sometimes, sometimes you, you lose sight of these the individuals. We lose sight of the student athletes, and there's those moments in time when it all comes flooding back to us um, about these individuals and and about 
these athletes on Friday night at the uh, the game with Rushville and Greensburg. It was a Greensburg senior, Braden Rankin, uh, that was succumbed to injury, and the injury on the field was serious enough that they called the game as he laid on the field for an extended period of time and was eventually uh, was taken from the field uh, via uh, ambulance. And we later found out on Saturday morning that uh, Braden's injury, he had uh, temporarily uh, had a spinal cord injury temporarily that made him paralyzed from the waist down. He also suffered from a concussion and a hip contusion. So very serious injuries and and a very scary moment nonetheless. Um, The family has stated that they'll definitely have some recovery time ahead of him. However, uh, by the grace of God, he's still able to walk um, and seems to be doing well. and uh, the senior, Braden Rankin, was on the hearts and minds of many of those that were in attendance to that game and throughout uh, Ripley County as well as Decatur County. Um, again, just a, um, you know, just a scary moment. And like I say, sometimes we get caught up in into the, the games themselves and the teams themselves and the schools, and we forget about the individuals. And then you have a moment like that where it just comes rushing back to you that all of this is built on the backs of of these individual student athletes. Glad to hear uh, that Mr. Rankin um, is doing well. Again, not out of the woods yet. An extended recovery, excuse me, um, an extended uh, rehabilitation, if you would, period, is expected. But um, so far, so good. And we just wish him and his family all the best. And just so glad to hear that, um, you know, that he'll... Uh, should be, should be a-okay. Well, that is going uh, to do it for us for this edition of Coach's Corner. Be sure uh, to tune in Friday night as East Central as well as Batesville start round one in the tournament. Both teams going into the tournament on extended winning streaks, on uh, going into the tournament playing their best football. So we uh, we'll see how those uh, those games go. And of course, we'll have both of them for you. Uh, we'll have one on the air at 103.9 FM on the on your FM dial, and we'll also have one um, broadcasting and streaming uh, rather uh, through WRBIRadio.com or using the new WRBI app. Listen, if you haven't downloaded the WRBI app, I'm asking you at this point: What are you waiting for? Go to your app store. Whether it be the App Store or the Google Play Store, type in the letters WRBI and download the free app. You can thank me later, um, but that's something that you'll definitely want to do. I want to thank you all for joining us for Coach's Corner. We'll be back next week, same time, same place, and we'll be set to do it all over again. So in the immortal words of the Hall of Famer himself, he would always say, trust and believe in yourself. You've got this for all of us at WRBI, including John Heil back at the station, Abby Brinson for putting all of this together. This is Terrence Arney saying thanks so much for listening and enjoy the rest of your sports week. You've been listening to Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI and the new 
WRBI app.